Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Journey from Dude to Dad. I'm Kyle Mickle, and my dad is the host. His name is Mike, and he is far from being a dude. He's been a dad for 21 years. He has me to thank for that. He's joined by his friend Kevin Walker, who is also pretty far removed from dudeness. After all, he's so old he went to college with my mom. Anyway, they definitely know about dad stuff, and they will have plenty of dudes joining them. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the journey from dude to dad. I'm Mike Mickle, along with Kevin Walker, and so glad that you could join us today as we talk about the most important journey of our lives. Fatherhood. Right? Exactly. Dad. Ooh, what a ride. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it you know, is something. It is something. And, you know, we've talked a little bit uh, in past episodes about um, the team that I have at Local 4 and and at Fox 18, and how many of them are 22 to 25 years old, first or second job, and, um, you know, the time that I want to spend with them because they're trusting us to start their career. It just so happens that we have a member of my team here right now. He is literally new to the area, Brian Gallagher, originally from North Carolina. How many hundreds of miles away are you from home? I, I can tell you I'm like 14 hours from home. That's a lot of Well, hours. when you measure it in hours yeah. instead of miles, you're a long way from home. Ooh, yep. <laughs> yep. That's a long way. It's like way. a time zone, yeah. for sure. Oh, or yeah, maybe it two. Is a time zone. So where is home? Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, so, okay. So earlier we were talking about, because with my radio work, I do have some radio stations I work with in North Carolina in what is called the Outer Banks, which I would have not, Nags Head, North Carolina would have never been on my radar if I, I mean, now I'm like, oh, it's like a really cool place to go visit because it is beautiful. But North Carolina as a state is actually really pretty. Oh, it's fantastic. It's also, the, the city of Charlotte is Growing oh, it's huge. You're yeah, right. It's yeah. becoming one of the biggest cities in America fast. I think it already surpassed like San Fran in population. That's what I saw. There you go. That's what oh, I that's saw. A, that's a good answer. That's what I, that's, that's, that's go a good ahead, way to, that's a good way to end any conversation. That's what I saw. <laughs> that's what I heard. That's what I saw. Exactly. That's what they say. <laughs> that's the other one. That's, that's what I hear. One. You know, we're not, we're not working on news stories and facts today. We, no. can, we can make up anything facts. we want over Come the next on. half hour, 45 minutes. That's what I think. As long as we're able to continue this and your wife doesn't come looking for you because no, you've, she'll got, be fine. You, you've got work to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah she'll be fine. It's, it's she'll be fine. Stuff. So talk to me about home. You had, is it true you had never lived outside of North Carolina until you came here? No, well, so I'm originally from New York, but I moved when I was two years old, so I don't really count that as yeah, living in New York. So yeah, I've lived in North Carolina my whole life. So that's amazing because I was born in California, and we left when I was two or three, and I grew up in Oklahoma. Wow. So it's kind of hard for me to say that I'm originally from Alameda, California, but I don't even remember. You really associate as an Oklahoma guy, really. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know you were born in California. I just assumed you were born in Oklahoma. Alameda, my dad worked for uh, a steel plant out there, and then they wanted to move both set to grandparents were back in Oklahoma, and they decided to leave. I never knew that. And come back, so yeah. Wow, things you learn. About Mike Mitchell. All these years. Wow. All these years. I feel, I feel really bad that I've like lived in Iowa my whole life. <laughs> I'm like, so does Iowa. Born here. Yeah, thank you. Really. Oh, <laughs> whoa. Hello. Nice. Okay. It only took three minutes and 18 seconds for that to come out. Okay. <laughs> so, what's it like? You moved here in the middle of a pandemic. It is clearly much colder. So, how are you adjusting? Well, it's been very strange, not going to lie. I mean, I guess just going back since. Basically, when I so with my uh, senior year in college, everything was basically shut down after spring break. So it was kind of like go back to campus, 
get another extended spring break and then everything was online. So it was like, all right, what is this? What are we doing? And not having a graduation ceremony too also, it, it made me feel like I was still a college like senior. So I didn't have that closure, you know? So it was just odd. I felt like, right. oh, I'm going to go back to school. It just, it was so difficult and strange and just looking for jobs as well. It was just such an odd period of time. But yeah, moving here, it was a, it was a quick move, not going to lie. And, but it seemed right. It seemed like a good fit and it seemed like my best option. I like hearing that. It seemed like the, the only right choice I could make. That's great. That's great. And you're doing a great job. Yeah, Brian is one of our MMJs. And for those of you who don't know what that is, that's multimedia journalist. In this day and age, um, they shoot most of their own stories. They take the camera with them. They record everything. They do the interviews. They write. They edit. And then they post to the web. And they, you know, and they do social media. And so it's a little bit of everything. So now here's a question. As someone who, as a radio guy, I, I have a, just a slight idea of how TV works. How many of, do any of the, the stories that he does, do any of them ever see the light of day on TV? Or is it not meant, is only meant to be on the web? Oh, no, they're, they're on TV. Okay. They're on TV. The big thing that we're doing there is being, a, you know, because we're owned by Nextar Broadcasting, which, believe it or not, is the largest broadcast company in the U.S., television broadcast company in the U.S. There you go. They have the most television stations. And they're very much a digital-first mm-hmm. uh, company. And so if... If Brian goes out on a triple homicide, we're not going to wait till 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock to air that story. We're going to break it immediately from the scene. We're going to be mm-hmm. on uh, online. Uh, it'll be on our website. We're going to be pushing it out through Twitter or through Facebook Lives and things like that. And then we'll encourage people to join us for the newscast for the very latest on that. And it's not just gruesome things like that. A lot of times it's, it's just an everyday story that we think will have a lot of appeal and we'll tease it. Uh, on digital and then push to our but broadcast. that's I mean in, t- in 2020 and almost 2021 that literally is the way you really need to do things the newscast mm-hmm. not that people don't still watch TV news but if you can bring them in on social media I mean again ha- having a 20 year old who's like dad I don't listen to the radio I don't watch TV I watch Netflix I'm like y- you're you're actually in a way missing out I'm not like pawn you know like like longing for the day of the nightly news or whatever, I I still watch that because I've watched it my whole life. But at the same time, it's amazing to see really news coverage the way it's gone where it it, over the air is still, I mean, TV is still the way to go, but I imagine your numbers, because that's one of the things that you've really worked on at Channel 4 is the digital end of it. And seeing those numbers go up because people respond to it. Because if if you're doing a Facebook Live from a, it doesn't have to be a fire. It can be a regular story. People are interested, and they want to see it. I wish I had my digital guy here, and he could speak more to this, but I've been there now. I just, the first week in November, celebrated my third year at... Have they given um, you a plaque yet? They did not. They haven't? Have they on your party? Nothing. Nothing. They'd, they'd let you paint your office? They they let me have a bunch of logoed shirts. Does that count? Well, that's not bad. That's, you know, I got they probably coat. traded those. I, coat. I still don't have a shirt. You have a coat. <laughs> you have a nice coat with like a satin jacket like from the 80s. Remember when we used to have those? No, it's like one of those raincoats <laughs> that has the the interior part of it that yeah. dips in. Yep. So it keeps you extra warm. Well, that's nice. I can't find the interior part. I have no oh, idea okay. what I did. So it's like a spring jacket for you. <laughs> it's <laughs> only seasonal. <laughs> yep. That's pretty much it for me. But yeah, that's, you know, and I knew that going in. I think that's one of the reasons they hired me. I said, we're not going to wait for them to come to us. We're going to go after them. 
I like that. And we have young talent like Brian who understands digital and they have really embraced it. And that's, and I wish I had our digital news manager here, Ryan Jaster, with us because he could speak more to this. But there have been some months year over year that we've had like a 154% increase in page views and some that have been about 300%. So wow. over a three-year period, we've made dramatic strides in the right direction. So, so Brian, question for you. Did you – so – where did you go to college at? I'm assuming you're, you're wearing North Carolina. I'm not sure. Are you, are you a Tar Heel? Yeah, I'm a Tar okay. Heel. You're right. a Tar Heel. So you're like, I want to do TV news? Or did, I mean, what was, coming out of college, you're like, I'm going to find whatever job I can? Or did you specifically want to be in a newsroom? What, for you, what were you looking for? So coming out of college, basically what all my professors would tell me is like, look, you're, you're going to be an MMJ. You got to get what you can get. So that was kind of like the mindset I got. And I mean, it's, it wasn't, I wasn't like discouraged by it or anything. I mean, it's just, it's just paying your dues. Like you're sure. working in news. Like that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in college, like I covered a lot of sports just because being at like a power five school, ACC, you can like, there's a bunch of high profile athletes. So oh, yeah. like a great way to start a reel, you know, or start a sports reel. But yeah, I mean, going in, I knew is probably going to be news and I didn't have a problem with that. I mean, I've, done news stories at school and I mean I like it I think I found some great stories at school and I had no problem going into news and I mean I knew that was was, that was excuse me I knew that was going to happen you're going to get all choked up I hope I do I'm trying to get him choked up I saw my voice I was like what he needs another beer I think is what he needs He's going through. I'm he's so young. He's going through his Peter Brady phase. Sure, that's his, yeah. So that's young, he won't even know what that. He means. probably is like, who's so Peter Brady? Change. Exactly, who's Peter Brady? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> there might be a voice crack. Who knows? I'm still that young. Oh, he's probably half our age. Plus, I wish he was half plus, my age. Plus five. Yeah. <laughs> or ten. Or so when it came mind. down to looking for a, for a job, were you? exploring all over the country or were you someone who like I want to stay close to where I went to school I want to stay or was it like I'm gonna go wherever I can find a good job I mean ideally obviously I wanted to stay on the east coast just because I've never because I was cold (laughs) he's like Illinois Iowa it's cold in the winter Uh (laughs) just because I really have never traveled anywhere besides the east coast and yeah North Carolina is home but it I knew I was gonna have to apply all over the place and really Meeting Mike and talking to Mike kind of just sealed my mind and like how I wanted to go to that no. station. Did you give him five before we started this? You're like, here's ten dollars. Here's yeah, five. Boss. You know Karen Mickle. Do you think she wouldn't expense that. that? She's like, no, that's not allowed. We can't do that. You're not paying him off. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Is it a situation where you are okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna look for the best situation, and you're like Midwest. I mean. Mississippi River, I'm like, where the hell is that at? Or when you got here, you're like, all right, because you could have gone to a lot smaller market than the Quad Cities to start. I mean, this is a fairly medium-sized market, so it's not like Charlotte, but you could have gone to like, you know, Wausau, Wisconsin and been in a much smaller area. There are some good opportunities here. When you got here, were you like, um, okay, or was it like, let's dive in and go? Well, when I got here, I was, I was still a little bit scared, but I was pretty confident because I'm like, this is a fantastic market to start in. And I have a news director who cares about his MMJs. I was like the biggest, I mean. You did pay him. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. I did but I'll not. Just, I'll, Shut up. I'll put it in perspective. So basically, I had to move, pick up and move in two weeks. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. And that's, 
I feel like that speaks to Mike and just it being the right situation because that's a quick turnaround to like move 14 hours away from home in two weeks. True. And that's a huge decision. So just to me and just talking to Mike, I felt like I think this is the right decision. And I think that speaks to his character just because that's such a big move. And I, I made my decision like literally within a week to want to work here. I mean, that's I mean, that's a good call when you think about whether it's a news director or in like my field radio where you're a program director the point of contact that you have, if you make a connection with that person, you're right, moving across the country is a little less scary if the situation is right and the person you're working with is like not intimidating or is helpful or in his situation where, I mean, it literally is kind of like a father figure to... Because in this market, you do have some young people and then you have some some people that have been around forever who like being in this type market who have been around. So you have, it's like one or the other It's either really new or it's super experienced. You don't have too many people that are here that are on their third or fourth job. They're either I'm living here forever or I'm, I'm off to a good start. And this is a great place to start my career. Uh, we do, we have, we have a nice mix, but I think you also too, um, especially now with the pandemic, uh, there are lots of people panicking and there are lots mm-hmm. of people wanting to, wanting to get jobs. And, um, I think it's all about the interview, and you could just tell when I was talking to Brian that he's just a genuinely good guy. I mean, I just liked him from the first conversation, and I mean that. I had another person that I was interviewing at the same time. He was all about, well, if I do news, do I get to do sports too? And I said, you're going to be a news reporter, and if we have an opening in sports, you can apply for it. Mm -hmm. Well can being a news reporter help me achieve my goals of becoming a sports reporter at some point? And can you help me with that? It's a good question. I was like, you know, I need somebody that's going to come in here invested and mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't have time for that. Of course I want, when anybody leaves here, one of the things that has changed in the past three years, and I think it's just been the culture of the newsroom and the people that we've had, they're going on to bigger markets. Sure. When I first got here, People had left because they couldn't take it anymore, and they went in. They went into a completely different field. Sure. And when I see that kind of talent, I don't want to see that happen. I think he will have tremendous success in sports if he wants to. I also, you know, he actually sat behind an anchor desk, and mm-hmm. I watched that, and I'm like, man, there's a couple little things that we got to tweak. But he's believable and he's likable, and there's mm-hmm. there's a real possibility of him doing that as well. And so it's seeing, it's. I want genuinely good people on our team. Yeah. And so we really pride ourselves on being a family. And sometimes the family squabbles and sometimes people step out of line. They have to be brought back in. But by and large, he became part of the fabric of the newsroom immediately. I mean, you've made some really close friends there. No, yeah. I mean, the news team is great. I think it really helps, too. I mean, it made me so much more comfortable when I got there. And I found out that most of the MMJs were... 25 or younger and I'm like sure. fantastic yep. young people to hang out with in the work in the workplace right. and outside of work so that made it so much more comfortable well and I mean and then we had well, go ahead. the pandemic and then well and that increasing. yeah that changes so many so things so now they have to grab their beer and zoom each other and well and that's yeah I mean see for me it's I haven't been single in so long that I forget what it was like to have mm-hmm. to like just go to work and then go to my apartment and go I mean it, it's you know, I have to say, it's been a long time. December 15th will be my 30th anniversary. Uh, maybe you'll get a plaque. Cities, you know, maybe, you think? I might get a plaque. Can we put a, like a, a request in for that? 
You know, I think at this point, with my age, they're just waiting for an in memoriam thing. I think they're not <laughs> going to send you another. They're not going to celebrate each of anniversary right now. Until Can we I'm get him a of, jacket for the winter, please? Completely, that's <laughs> gone. Um, but I remember moving up here and having yeah. a southern accent and thinking they're going to eat me alive. I'm see. Not I don't going remember. To... I don't remember you starting here with any because for me you don't have an accent and i don't remember you ever having one. Oh, i had one i do remember a certain video though that <laughs> you're gonna shut up right has now see, has brian seen that video is that the blooper video oh, oh, i've seen the lightning it. video oh. in your defense why why I, I think i would have laughed at that too i mean it wasn't it Thanks. wasn't it wasn't your well. fault <laughs> oh you know and the thing that gets me i'm I appreciate the fact that people found humor in it, but you know, <laughs> being in this business for what is it, thirty-five that's years? Not what you want to be known for. Here, really, that's that's <laughs> what's going, they're going to play that at my funeral. I, it's just that's the thing. Well, it's always it's, it's better that, if you repeat it. It's better like the second, like as you watch it on repeat. Oh, I know because clearly there are millions of page views, <laughs> not hundreds of thousands, millions of page views. Just your the, reaction the first when you realize that it's well. The first. thing that that gets to me is people will come up to me and go, "Have you seen that blooper of you? No, what are you <laughs> no, I didn't know what happened." Yeah, uh, the one that millions of others have. Yeah, I, I, yep. I kind of lived it. Yeah, but the thing that you know, and there again, that's the magic of television. Nobody realizes that at that moment when that happened, my meteorologist put his head down on the set because he was laughing so hard. My co-anchor turned around and she was wiping her eyes. She was laughing so hard, and the camera people dropped to their knees in laughter. I was literally the last man standing. They had no choice oh. but to come straight back. To me, it was, even though I had introed it, so it made sense anyway, but yeah, it was, I was the only one, the only one. All the things you, you work hard for and you want to be known for, and that's what you get. A three-year four-state investigation into human trafficking. Do people remember that? No. The fact that we went undercover with police and did drug busts for down on the farm, P-H-A-R-M. That's right. Yeah. No, people don't remember that, but that lightning strike blooper. Bad. I remember that one day, you know, that you had that one video. Oh, that, oh my goodness! Yeah, just it. partly it was just your facial reaction. Uh, I'm afraid that's the wrong video. <laughs> it was well, just it was so really classic. That way. That's, yeah, that was, that's the line. Oh, uh, that's so funny. Yeah, that's a brilliant ad lib, isn't it? When oh, you've been my. in the business long enough that you can laugh about that kind of stuff, that's I mean, it's, it, it makes you know, it fun. There's just be, there have been those moments. I mean, when the Abate brothers did their movie here, and then we, I was a weather guy back then at six, and we did a broadcast from Arsenal Island, and Willard Scott, God love him. The people oh, Willard. Remember him? Yeah. Um, came up to me on live television and grabbed my head and kissed me on the cheek Woo. when I was trying to do weather. I mean, you just... You have those moments, you know? And it, oh well. Is that on your resume? No. It should be. Nope. Got kissed by Willard Scott on live you TV. Know, I, I'm looking at retirement. I'm not looking at the next market. <laughs> You're no. like, nope. Nope. I'm, you know, I want to I want to go to a warm climate this time of year and come back in the summer. North Carolina is warm, it I is. hear. I hear Florida Brian can warmer. attest to that. Warm, Florida's probably warmer, but there are, there are a lot of 
older people in Florida. North Carolina is probably more like you, you could exactly. relax and you could fit in there probably. Okay, whatever. So you and I are married. We've been married a long time. I've been married twice. I took me the second time to figure out how to do it right, evidently. We keep thinking Katie's going to come to her senses. Well, and, and she might yet. still. I might. There's, a, there's always that possibility. There's still hope for her. I mean, yeah, exactly. There's still hope for her. She may. I mean, that's fine. Um, and Camden, our youngest, oh, she doesn't understand. She calls it like getting reversed. She's on TV and she thinks when people get divorced, they get reversed. She's like, dad, you're never going to get it reversed from mom, right? I'm like, no, not unless mom wants to. I'm good. I'm good. I love your mom. She's That's like, so well, sweet. yeah. She's like, and then of course she drops every time. I'll live with mom if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. Let me get you something to eat. That's no problem. Dad, I love you, but I'll live with mom if you get reversed. Okay, well, let me stay married to her then. That's fine. You know, that's just a kid thing. I will tell you that uh, the kids are supportive of me when they know that I might have something. You know, when, as you know, you've been uh, kind of part of the family for quite some time. And, you know, in a five-year period, losing your mom, losing three of your five siblings. And, you know, and so, I, you know, I've been unsteadied several times just because of the blows that we've taken. Yeah. And the kids are always there to kind of flank me and to kind of hold me up. But I can tell you, I see it on a daily basis when life is just normal. It's all about mom. Mom is oh, yeah. clearly the favorite parent. Of and that's, of it's them. the same thing in our house. It was... Um the only one that is all about me is the new dog, which is not what I wanted. I didn't want that. I don't. Now See, the dog, the dog's my best friend. That's what happens. The to dog me. sleeps with me. I sleep in the spare bedroom some nights just so the dog won't whine all night. Our dog that we had for 14 years, Oreo, she was my dog. Boomer even likes mom more than me. I, I can't win in that house. Well, I mean, Karen is a little, she's a little in control. She's in, she's in a little intimidating probably. So she probably, the dog probably is like, I need to go to her because the, she's in control. She might eat me if I don't. Well, or, or, or she might, I mean, for sure she won't start any Christmas music until the right time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she knows that. That's, yeah, that's a problem. We're not. Yeah. So where I was trying to go initially with this was we're married He's not. He's right out of college. Oh, yeah. I forgot. And it's COVID-19. I'm like, I wouldn't, for the life of me, want to be, like, dating or the thought of, like, eventually getting married, having a child, whatever it might be. Are you so locked in, Brian, to work that you're like, I don't have time to date? I don't want to date during COVID. Where are you? I mean, not that we need to know about your personal life, but oh, we want to know. Are you all about life. work at this point? You. I mean, when you move 14 hours away from home, do you even think about like dating, or are you like, I just want to go to work and go home and go to work? Yeah, I mean, if I'm being honest, moving 14 hours away and coming to a job like this where I'm constantly always have deadlines, I really just want to get everything under control first. So I'm really not even thinking about it. It's just go to work. Figure out what I'm doing, <laughs> try and get better at it, go home, play a little video games, then go to bed, wake up, repeat. <laughs> yeah. Now, I will tell you, and you can understand this because you know Karen Bickle. And so, him coming here, me knowing that he moved here from the South, me knowing that he, you know, he's made friends in the newsroom very quickly, I thought, you know, he's single. I'm going to, we oh, did local no. four gives back. Oh, you no. know where this is going. We did local four gives back and we uh, actually went to convenient care for one of them and awarded the nurses and uh, the desk people there with lunch. And Karen was working that day. She wasn't supposed to be when we picked the place, but then she's been picking up so many hours that she was there. I thought I can see this play out. She's going to meet Brian. Brian's going to use that Southern charm that big smile. And so she's going to walk away and go, 
he's cute. I need to hook him up with one of the mm-hmm. nurses. What's the status? Like clockwork, that's exactly what she said. I don't know that she has found that. She's still working yet, on it. But uh. yeah. So many people quit. I, I think people are leaving the healthcare industry. I think some of them. Oh, absolutely. It's, I, and so Talk about an industry that unless you, I mean, you have to be so committed to it at this point. Can I back up for just a second? Because that was an opportunity for a follow-up question that I, I completely sure. failed on. I mean, you the newsman he here? He literally three minutes ago said, you know, I'm just trying to do my job and, and make sure that I'm doing everything. And I go home and play video play games. Video I'm games. fine with that. And so then when I say something about she's going to try to hook him up with a young, cute young nurse, he goes, yeah, what's the status on that? Yeah, how are we doing with that? Well, Where I, are we at? I didn't have to work. You're like, it just falls right in my lap, apparently. You're, you're doing all the work for me, so I Come work for that. me, and I'll find a lady friend for you. That's perfect. It's a next star policy. If you come work for me, what? I'll find a girlfriend for you. How do you always find a way to make everything dirty? You make it sound so If you would come work here for these terms, I will find a girlfriend. My wife, better, better yet, will find a girlfriend for you. That is not true. Oh, my. Oh. Call HR. <laughs> Brian, just so you know, I my won't. co-host is still on this earth because God doesn't want him in the devil's That's right. He doesn't. He, that's so exactly. That's, that's why he's here. That's right. My dog needs me. That's why. So is dating during COVID like impossible? Have you given up on it? Do you care? Did you leave a girlfriend in North Carolina? Am I getting well, too personal? Oh, no, it's fine. Uh, yeah, so I had a girlfriend for about a year through like my through junior year to senior year. So like into, in the COVID-19, in, into that. And then, yeah, we broke up uh, through that. And I mean, it's really been weird just because, I mean, well, first of all, the dating scene for people my age is usually online now. Dating yeah. apps, dating apps. So, like, Can you see Mike Mickle on like swiping right? No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm on the girl setting. You know, I'm, <laughs> oh, funny. I'm, uh, uh, I'm happy that I even know what that meant. Yeah, really. You're like, I think I know what that is. Your kids are doing that probably. Uh, well, one's already spoken for, and uh, Kate doesn't talk to me about those things. And then Matt, t- t- don't even get me started on Matt. That Caitlin has a guy she's quote unquote hanging out with, a new boy. And uh, hanging Cam, out with, well, that's what at I mean. Our house is in, called talking in quarantine. I'm like, what does that mean? You're hanging out with him? Are you like, because I don't want you home for Thanksgiving if you're like, oh, no, no, dad, I haven't kissed him. I haven't, you know, we're just, we're just seeing movies. We're just talking. He's a really nice boy. Nice boy. I'm like, he's a guy. He's 20. Stop it. So Camden, of course, is FaceTime her. She's like, show me a picture. I want to see him. It's like the, like the six-year-old has to approve the boyfriend. <laughs> and Ka- Caitlin's like, he's not my boyfriend. I've only gone out like twice. And Caitlin, Camden is like, are you sweet on him? <laughs> um, what does that are mean? You are you sweet him? on him? That's her way of saying to see your boyfriend. She's like, she's because she always she's says. She's clearly been hanging out with too many of the platinum girls. Uh, absolutely. Practice. She's but like, she's, are you? Yeah. Dad, you're sweet on mom, age. right? I, I'm like actually obligated to be sweet on your mom. I'm married to her. I have to be. Yes. So she's grilling her 20-year-old sister about her, quote-unquote, like, boyfriend. And Caitlin is, like, uh, totally uncomfortable. And I'm like, which, as we're talking to him, I'm like, God, he's the same age as my daughter, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, this, yeah. You could be dating my daughter, for all I know. Kyle was here the first night he experienced caddies. And Kyle goes, he's a cool dude. I'm like, <laughs> this is so weird. I have employees that could become good friends with my oldest son. This is what you need. I don't know how I feel about that. No. I just, you know, I... I kind of want to keep my work kids and my biological ones. I can do, well, I as, as, as much of a relationship way, as you have with the newsroom and all of your 
the 20 somethings that work for you. I want to see a scenario where you bring them all home for dinner. I would love to see how that I'd love to be a fly on the wall when you bring them all home for dinner. Well, you know that Kyle brought all of his stuff back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Kate has some of her stuff already in since Tuesday. She'll be coming back uh, because the semester will be over. And then Matt's just his own little hurricane. And so we really have a rule in the Mickle house that you're not getting inside our house without a warrant. Because there you go. we have stuff piled everywhere. So talk to me about your upbringing and your parents and, and the examples they set for you. Well, they wanted, you know, to raise three gentlemen, and uh, they did that for the most part, I'd say so. I mean, it was, my upbringing was, you know, kind of like Southern, no sir, yes sir. So when I moved here, I call someone, oh, yes sir, like, I'm not that old, buddy. Don't talk to me. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry, I was yeah. in the South. Sorry, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I can't use that excuse anymore. Yeah, <laughs> no, really. But that kind of politeness is, yeah. is not found that much anymore. You know, we have two, actually. We have a young man from New Orleans as well, and he, he does the same thing. He's really big on yes, sir, no, sir. To and be so. honest, it was probably the upbringing in football. I'm telling you, like, when I started playing mm. football in, like, fourth grade, like, if, oh. if I didn't say, you, you, you never say what. It's, uh, like, excuse me sir yes sir no sir and if yeah. i ever said a what it's like, like yep. what'd you yep. say 10 push-ups and <laughs> little like eight-year-old i can't do 10 push-ups are you yeah. kidding me so it was like scared into me yeah i was frightened so i got to meet your dad when you came here a he's, really solid guy he's I'm already sure. turned my room into an office <laughs> he, he he sent me the video <laughs> I like him even better. He was now. in no time. He's like, let's go. Man, after my own heart, that's awesome. It really took like two weeks. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I guess you're staying then. Uh, yeah. You don't have any place to go now. You said you take everything. I mean, you're moving out. You're not coming back. <laughs> nice. What kind of lessons did your dad teach you? Well, my dad, he was, uh, I'd say like a little bit on the stricter side. He's from Dublin, Ireland. So he's from. Uh, yeah, he's not from the country, and I guess just he didn't have the type of upbringing I guess he would want, you know, because, I mean, he was in a tough part in Ireland, so really we just, like, just playing soccer and, like, didn't really have a lot of guidance with that, and he kind of wanted it, so he kind of wanted, you know, like, be there for us. So it was more of, like, you know, always coming to our games, stuff like that, making sure we're always being polite or practicing. That was big on that, like, like, don't be lazy and, like, continue to do and stick with it and, like, persevere through it. So, I mean, just, you know, raising, raising a good guy and trying to be the best I could be. Seems like a really stand-up guy, and I love the fact that he took over your room. That's While thwatting that's, me on the back of the head when he needs to. That's what it's there for. Well, it's empty. We, like, let's take it over. I mean, I would do the same thing. Yeah. Although, unfortunately, Caitlin will come home occasionally, so her room still has to be a bedroom. Kate still comes home, and now Kyle's back home. And Matt, the one thing that we do have is Matt decided that, you know, the basement used to be my favorite part of the house. Yeah. The bigger TV, the recliners down there. I just, I loved going down there and watching TV. And then Matt moved into the spare bedroom, and it looks like a cyclone hit it. it the, the entire <laughs> basement does. It's just, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Speaking of moving rooms, so when when I went away for my junior year of college, I came back Christmas break. My younger brother Dylan was in my room with all his stuff. 
And all, all my stuff was just thrown into his old room. And my parents didn't even tell me, like, oh, yeah, by the way, Dylan, like, moved all your stuff. I'm like, oh, jeez. Like, this is my room. What are you, like, so I, this is the second time they've done it to me. I went to college. I'm not dead. <laughs> I came back home. Like, I, I walk into my room, and Dylan's just on Xbox. And I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, when you only well, live we, there, like, 45 days a year, then you're, like, a visitor. Well, that's very true. Well, could I couldn't have... I could have got a call, like, hey, like, <laughs> I just, you know, by the way, where's my in the door, stuff? You might want to bring a sleeping bag. Yeah, yeah really. You can sleep in the basement. I could have gotten a call. Well, and I will say that Matt was finding ways when Kyle was in Florida to go in and sleep in his room. That drove hmm. Kyle crazy. The fact that his brother was in there. So then Matt just said, okay, well, I think you've got a full-size bed. And I just noticed that the spare bedroom in the basement's a queen size. I'm nice. down there. There you I'm, go. Got Take my it over. TV. I've got everything. There's a fridge within walking distance. He's living life. He, <laughs> he loves is. It. He's separated, but still close. Oh, well, until I put a deadbolt on the door, and then I'm, sure, yeah, sure, so. sure. Then so, as far as like fatherhood, I mean, you're. I mean, obviously, you're working. Your first job out of college. You're not necessarily. You're. You're not like. Oh, I got to get married like in the next two weeks. Do you? When you think about fatherhood, does it? Is it like, oh, that's way off. That's way, way down the road. Or is it like, yeah, I'd like to do that sooner than later. Or is it literally something you're not even on your radar? Well, I, I, I'm definitely looking forward to fatherhood. Like, I know I'm going to be like, being a dad sounds fun. And Could I kind of... Karen, can you get your wife on that? He needs a girlfriend. <laughs> no, I'm 22. Yeah. I mean, so, <laughs> I mean me. he's working Karen, on his own. Karen, I know you're working, Dear but Karen. I need your help. All in good time. But no, I've definitely... It's definitely something I'm looking forward to, but obviously I'd say it's it's definitely a while down the road. By a while, you mean two years? I don't know about that. Three. Okay, let's 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 you know, boost that number up a little just bit. Just telling you, I met the farmer's daughter here. Fell in love. It worked out okay for me. <laughs> There's probably some more. There there are still farms out there. That's true. There are. And I bet some of them have daughters. So they since it's do. like online now, should I go to like farmersonly.com? What's that? Farmersonly.com. That's that true. The, is, is that the site I should jump on then here? Well, I think you have to technically be a farmer to be yeah. on that site. Uh, you know, when I you're not, qualify. I think it just becomes creepy. I don't think yeah, really. you should I'm a news guy that. in a newsroom. I don't really. I'm not even from here. They're like, oh rejected. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Here's the deal. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to try to bring this conversation back around. I'm not sure how, but we're going to do that. Okay? Sure, that sounds good to me. The November slash December holiday edition of QC Family Focus magazine is available now in a digital format at qcfamilyfocus.com. While you're there, you can get tips and tricks for the holidays that will keep your family happy and safe. We also have uplifting stories that will make your holiday a little bit brighter. Look for the November slash December holiday edition right now at qcfamilyfocus.com. It's a journey from dude to dad. I'm Kevin Walker. Another podcast episode during the holidays. Uh, today might be the first show that we actually have someone who's not a currently a dad. I know. And I thought that, that would An be An aspiring cool. dad. You Let's know, put it that way. Know, well, yeah. And, you know... Karen and he Mickelson. actually works for you. Yeah, Karen Mickles on the... She's on the, on the scene. By the, by the end of Christmas, <laughs> I would yeah, like her to have him yeah. set up. Guess what Santa's going to bring? Brian. Yeah. I mean, seriously, would you... I mean, it's almost like a blind date. Would you even, like, entertain that kind of situation? Or would you be like, please, really, let me find my own girlfriend? I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, honestly. I feel like at some point... But, I mean... He's a long way from home. I'm a long... Yeah, yeah. You know what? 
Shoot, that's a shot. Let me try it. And just see. Well, in reality, yeah. if it doesn't work, it's one night of your life. Right? It's like one yeah. day. It's a dinner. It's a it's a drink at a bar. It's probably having a. I don't think I've ever had a blind date. Well, I think in this day and age too. And man, I'm really going to sound old. Back in my day, uh, but I think in this day and age, it's almost safer to have somebody that's well. Embedded, that's true. You know, that's probably true. That is before, true. Before, before you know, just as a random hookup in a bar that can end tragedy. Sweep right. Also, Swipe she's like, left. if she's like really pretty, I could get intimidated and like choke on the date, you know, and just like, really just, I feel like, I feel like that could definitely happen. Okay. Note to Karen, find a girl who's not that attractive. It's <laughs> very needy. No, I just need to, I just need to like do a little pre-prep. Be like, okay, this girl's really pretty. Bring your A game. Gosh. By, by, he's got to do a little prep. He means, poor guy. <laughs> I'm going to have three Bud Lights in me before I say hi <laughs> to her. That's yeah, really. Have a shot before you go on. I can't on the, remember those days. I, 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 I mean, I, I really don't either. I, I, I just, it's been so darn long. I, well, and Karen and I had And I really don't miss those days. I don't really miss those days. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. I, I can't believe we're married. I'm glad we are, but I can't I, I feel the same way. Sometimes I think I, we are, my wife and I, are, my second wife and I are so polar opposite. I don't know how we're married, mm-hmm. but it works. And we literally, this is one reason why we have two TVs and we have a separate office and... It, well, and Karen has, I mean, she is the budgeter. And I'm like, what's this budget thing you speak of? What, <laughs> what do you mean? You want to save money? What? Yeah, exactly. So That's funny. That's her big thing. She is, you know, she's the, she's the child that used to sit in her bedroom floor every Saturday morning and count the money in her piggy bank. I didn't know that about her, but that doesn't she did. surprise me. I was the one shaking the money out of my piggy bank. See, no, bank that, that's see not a bad something. spouse to have as someone... Who is is maybe the I, like in our house? I have to do the budgets. I have to pay. The, although now everything is set on auto pay. It's like no one pays the bills anymore. You, they're all auto pay. But yeah, I I always have to be the one that like, hey, I noticed that today Amazon brought another fourteen packages. You do realize that there's only so much money in our checking account. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have overdraft protection. We have a, so we have a savings account. Honey, that's not really the point. Yes. I mean, that's not really the point of having a savings account. account. Is to drain it as soon as possible. I mean, that process has already started. That's what Amazon Kevin says. That's not a savings account. That's my beer fund. I mean, that's right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I needed that to buy masks. It's like, come on. Because, I mean, we've got to the point now where instead of just having the generic mask, I finally went out and got, like, the sports teams that I like. So I now have all the, all the gear that I need. So my mother-in-law made me some. So I have a Cubs one, and then I have just another one. I, I don't like the ones that stretch all the way. Yeah. I don't like the whole cover the nose, the smaller yeah. ones. So she made one of those for me. But I got to interview the uh, new commander of the Rock Island Arsenal. When I left, he gave me a mask that has the Arsenal oh, logo cool. on it. And I think that's the coolest one that I have right now. That I, is cool. I enjoy that one, but I just am. You know, what kind of world are we in where we're like, like figuring out what kind of cool masks we should be wearing? Yeah, how did this happen? How did this happen? So does that, does even like in today's day and age, are you even like, I don't want to date or is it like, yeah, I, I still have room for a girlfriend. No, I'd say I'd still want to. I like, hell yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I mean, still a guy. <laughs> I no, hear that. For sure. I mean, obviously just with COVID, I mean, I don't think I would ever like approach someone out in public like you might normally would just because that's a great answer okay I'm so, so proud of what, what would be <laughs> let's talk about like putting something what would be so if you're out in public what's your, what would how would you even approach a woman today be like hey <laughs> well speaking from the college aspect, would be like oh i see you around the quad or you're in my uh you're in my politics class that first line still works because you're in the quad titties now yeah, there you go. Does, you're around the quad 
can't believe you ask him that. I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm like, want to live vicariously through someone okay, who well, is out dating. I just think it's fun. Okay, as long as you're not looking for pickup lines. No, I no, okay. I don't need, no, I'm, I'm set. <laughs> no, so I, I would probably just cross off the, like, trying to, like, approach someone out at, like, a restaurant or bar, or, like, if you see someone who you recognize, who you're, like, interested in. I feel like today it's just got to be, like, well, at least in these times, it has to be all online. And... So yeah, all online. So basically, I mean, and I really don't like that aspect because I feel like it's a little more awkward just, you know, a dry, cold run talking to someone you've never met before maybe. And I feel like that also gives you the opportunity just to like text a little bit, connect, see if they think you're weird or not, you know, see if they actually want to hang out with you. And then I actually have fun on first dates because they're, they're awkward. And they're supposed to be awkward. They are awkward. Yeah, that's true. And and like if you try to like overdo it and try to pretend like it's not awkward, it's weird. Just like accept the fact this is awkward. awkward. We met online. That's not how our parents did it. This is how they don't want us to do it. Just accept it. 2020. Like, that's I I love that. I it, mean, that's a good point. That, I mean, he's yeah. Uh, and women <laughs> respond to that. I mean, they're like, oh, yeah, I think it is awkward. Let's that's just have fun. That's a very mature response. Though, it too, is. Yeah, a lot true. of people don't get that. They're it takes. So, I, I've noticed it takes the pressure off. They're like, okay, like, he knows this is awkward because I feel awkward, and it goes better that way. I feel like it, it also enables me to crack a couple jokes because it's yeah. just awkward. Yeah. I just think it's, it's just a better, like, just to own up to the fact and uh, just to, like, to, like, let them know that, like, yeah, like, we can, we can be uncomfortable. Like, this is, this is an uncomfortable situation when you think about it. You can know, what your, else is in the conversation place. right now? Yeah, really, almost it's, as awkward as this cover. You're right. Two adult men who have five children between us talking about how we have awkward first dates. That's well, I don't remember mine, but I just think that's cool that you know you just uh, you embrace your reality and, and you know you just move head first. I think go head yeah, first into no, it. And I true. think that's I think that's impressive, and I think that a lot of guys are more awkward than the first date. Awkward just, for, like, yeah, yeah just, you're the yeah, first exactly. six dates, probably. Well, I think it's a lot of that, too, is, you know, that's something that he really impresses me with, is that in this day and age of being able to do the majority of your communicating through a phone, yeah, uh, you know, by texting and, you know, and through social media, the fact that, you know, when you find those that can be so well-spoken and so comfortable in their own skin and being able to have that conversation. I think that's a rare attribute. I really do. It's, it, it's personal and impersonal all at the same time, because for him, he doesn't know that. I mean, that's what he knows. Mm-hmm. Like, so for him, it is personal to me. I feel like it's impersonal to like meet somebody over the internet right? because I never did that. But, and I even find with like my college daughter who will say, yeah, once I got a chance to actually sit down and, and like go to a movie with him or go study in the library or whatever, it's a lot easier to know more about him. And it, I mean, but that's the world we live in. Technology, you're right. It is an, you can do everything on that phone. Yeah. I mean, I do, I mean, for me, I do everything. If I wasn't, I mean, I guess if I wasn't married, I would use that device too. But for me, I mean, everything I do is on the phone. It's, yeah. Well, and I think that we all live such busy lifestyles too that sometimes you don't have time for a long phone conversation. I've got to hit people oh, with yeah. text and, say, yeah. and you know, and let them. Yeah, I mean, my kid doesn't want to call me. She calls like when she wants to talk to her sister. She'll text me all day long, but if I call her, it's like a five-minute conversation. Oh, Kate's the same way. Kate is absolutely the same way. I'm sorry, I got to go. I'm with my friends. I, I Although if you notice it all with COVID, 
that she, like Caitlin, sometimes, and I never know when it's going to be, it turns into a half an hour conversation. Like if she's having a rough week, then she will talk to me for a few minutes. But normally if she's busy, then it's like, well, you know, got to go. I'm going to the library. I'm going to go meet kids. The guy's name is the new guy's Dylan. I'm like, all right, send me a picture of Dylan. Dad, I don't have one. You have a smartphone. Take a picture of him. I want to see what he looks like. Does he have tattoos on his face? Let's go. Dad, stop. He's a nice guy. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to ask again because then I sound like that dad. But I'm like. You know, you were probably one year away from saying, get off my lawn. I mean, but when I do, she knows I'm joking when I say that. But it's like, then when I like put her younger sister up to it, then she's like, hey, uh, sissy, can you send me a picture of your boyfriend? I just want to see what he looks like. Did dad make you do that? And then, of course, Cam then is too silly and not smart enough to know that she should say no. She's like, yeah, dad asked me to say that. No, duh. That's not called not smart enough. I'm like, that's, that's not called sp- being too honest. I, I know, it's like dad. too honest and she's too, you know. Do your parents care if you're dating while you're here in Iowa? Oh, I don't think, no, I don't think they do. They just, they don't, they don't like the online aspect of it, which I'm like, that's just the reality. And I actually wanted to give you guys like an actual story. So you guys probably would have made fun of me for this. So back at like school. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> so back at school, like, I mean, first of all, I just think, so you were saying how it's like impersonal to meet someone online. But like if I'm out and I see someone who I like, oh, I recognize her from a couple classes or around in the area and all her friends are around here and around her and I walk up to her, they, they know I am there. Like, they, like, yeah. And then I run the risk of like one obnoxious friend in the back, like saying something and completely ruin my flow. And then I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go back, sit in the corner. So I literally was out one time and I saw this girl who I knew who had a couple who I had a couple classes with. I was about to walk up to her and then I was like, no, I'll just DM her on Instagram later. They'd be like, hey, I saw you out. I almost talked to you, but I didn't. (laughs) I thought that was you. Whoa. Yeah. See, I mean, hey, 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 wait, wait. That's good. I still got the date though. So see, there you go. DM'd her on Instagram. Yeah. Hey, I almost talked to you at the bar. (laughs) That's a it's, line it's, that it, I want to use somehow. I don't know how I'm going to do that, but come on, you can, don't let me forget that. You could walk up, one of his be like, "Ew, he's ugly." Like, all right, I'll just go sit back down. I see. It's just. I mean, maybe it's just. A, it, it's just a, di- a different generation. I mean, maybe it's just the the tools. Like I think about like we didn't really have cell phones when I was that age, but I would have used texting a lot. I would have. I mean, I still think today that I would have loved to grow to be his age today would be awesome. But at the time, I didn't. You don't know what you're missing in you're 2001. You're younger than me. That's just exhausting. But so I mean, you don't it know what you're missing over. when you're growing up. You don't know. I mean, I like when your your wife and I went to college together. We thought we had it great. Life was good. Mm-hmm. It was all good. But now I'm like, man, I if I had Instagram when I I would have never had a Saturday night free. I would have been out all the time because I would have been DMing girls for a date <laughs> instead of talking to them at Mr. B's, yeah. you know, on, on, on 12th Street or whatever I wouldn't it was. be letting anybody ruin my flow. <laughs> it, it happened. I, I, I didn't notice happen. that. I was it's waiting true. for you to say something about that. Ruin my happen. flow. I want you to go home and ask Karen how your flow's doing. <laughs> at my age, that can, never mind. It probably means two different things. You know? But yeah, true. Going back to that, my, my parents weren't a fan of the online dating and I and their the the first girlfriend they met I met through tinder and they really liked her I obviously I didn't tell them I met her on a dating app but I mean I could tell them now they'd be like oh yeah but it works right you really liked her 
So I'm glad that he's admitting all this stuff now. So yeah. He starts making these choices now. I'll know what questions to ask him. Can you imagine how rough it'll be for him when he's a dad and he has a daughter like the kids, oh. like our daughter's age? Oh, it'll be damn near gosh. impossible. Oh. I mean, Tinder will be the least of his worries. Uh, I'm telling you. I, I also think that like when I'm a dad, I feel like I want more daughters than I do sons. I mean, oh, that's just a bad idea. See, I, think that's I, a horrible I say idea. that. That's a bad idea. I say that, but I know the second they turn like 14, start liking guys, oh, yeah. I'm going to be like, yeah. all right, the house is locked. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Southern guy. Lawn, have yeah. a shotgun. <laughs> Lock yeah, away exactly. in a castle. Uh, no. Yes, no, you know. <laughs> no. No, somebody, and I'm not going to say it on this podcast, but there was a friend of mine that gave me an example of why it's easier for boy to have raise boys than girls, and uh, it absolutely terrified me when we found out that our second was going to be a girl. I was, yeah, and it still haunts me to this day. <laughs> I love my daughter. I'm so glad we have her. But whew, it's just different. It's it is different with you know. I mean, I'm always going to worry about my sons too mm-hmm. because they're my sons. But you know, they're both taller than me. They're both athletes. They can, they can handle themselves. Yeah. Not that Kate's this frail, fragile little thing. She's a tough young lady, but there's just there's a different set of emotions that go with um, with raising a girl than raising a boy, for sure. It's totally different. And, and, and we've talked about this on many of the podcasts. Having two daughters, each time I was like, I want a son. I want a son. Oh, you're a girl. I love you right now. Amazing. They, I wouldn't trade either one of them for anything. But there's part of me that I've just, I think I've just shut it off. Like having a son playing basketball or watching him play football or whatever it might be. I mean, I love both my daughters. That doesn't mean I won't like go to my grave saying, man, I wish I had a third kid that was a boy. But I don't it's feel. It's too late, Kevin. But I don't. Oh, oh yeah. Look at Tony Randall. Can you your can wife set me this. up with somebody? I mean, because my wife doesn't want any more kids. I mean, let's be honest. She's like, it's no. It's Kevin. It doesn't even have to be that cute. I mean, no, really. It doesn't matter. <laughs> just expire. All we need is, I just need a son. Because <laughs> that's always, that was always the joke with Katie after Ken was born. I'm like, that'll be our luck. We'll have a third girl. I'm like, I just, I mean, not that I don't love girls, but I. I would have loved to have a son. I mean, I played sports in college and all that, but I'm, I've just got to the point where I've learned to accept my fate and I'm okay with it. So I, if I, I mean, if we'd had a third kid and it was a boy, that'd been great, but I'm not out like, like looking for a third kid now. I'm like at 51, I'm like, no. Well, I was the one that argued for four. Well, may remember. I mean, yeah. And Karen, Karen spoiled that moment when she said, really, you want to be the grandpa at the graduation? Okay, I guess we're done with three. Okay, see, now that's the way you say that is interesting because when Camden is a senior at Pleasant Valley High School, which she announced to me this week that she's like, you know, Dad, I'll always be a Spartan. I'm like, I'm aware of that. Your mom really? works yeah. at the high school. It's fine. I'm, I'm good with that. Well, I know you didn't go to school there. I'm like, stop. It's okay. I'm from, I went to school in another city. It's fine. She's just like, I'll always be a Spartan. I'm like, I, need, I get it. You and your mom are like, you know, close. I get it. I'm, I get it. That's fine. But I'm like... I don't, I mean, I think maybe because I've had to accept it, it's just no big deal that I, I mean, I love both my daughters, mm-hmm. but I am, having gone through it once with the older daughter, I am not interested. I'm not excited about the 14, 15, 16 year old stage with Camden. Oh my. Hey dad, seven guys at school want to take me out this weekend. No, no. You want, I want them to meet him. I want to come over here to the house first. Yep. I got this guy, Brian, that I know. 
He, uh, I've known him for like 10 years now. That'll be, that'll be the next story. Yeah, yeah. Be like, exactly. He's got he a gun. Come, he's come over to the house. He's got a gun. Actually, he actually has two. Yeah, he's, a, yeah, he's got a couple of them. He's, he's a, a lot of time He's a southerner. He's got two of them. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I get it. Exactly. But I mean, more power to you. I mean, I think that's a, it's aspirational that he wants two girls. I think girls, I mean, although you could, expire, you could, you could answer this because I don't know. Are they more work? Is it more work to have a daughter? I wouldn't call it more work. I would more call worry. it more worry. I think that's good. Uh, because, I mean, I can remember having to make a deal with her when she was two years old. I would go in and lay in the bed with her to read a night, you know, her, her book. I never had that problem with Kyle, never had that problem with Matt, but Kate would say, I want mommy. Okay, let me just read the first part of the book, and then I'll bring mommy in. Let me read the first two pages. And so, okay. And so she would let me read the first couple of pages. Yeah. And then I got to like the first five pages. And then I said, okay, <laughs> let daddy just finish the book with you. And so we had to work our way up, and then she had to have mom. So it's always been, Karen is her confidant. And I, I you know, Karen can answer her questions a lot better than I can, I'm sure. Yeah. But it, you know, we, I mean, we have a close relationship, and she, uh, I love her, and if I can text her and say, I'm missing you, I'd love to come to Monmouth and have dinner, she'll say, how about Tuesday? And I mean, Now, that's know, cool. We have great conversations yeah. when we do that, so, but as far as the, I guess I just always, I know how boys' minds work, I didn't know how a girl's mind worked, and I think that I was always concerned about that. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, I, I will say having two daughters is like like the the highlight of my life, but it is not easy. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know what a boy. I mean, having been a guy, I'm like I know what guys are like, but it doesn't mean that having a son would be a traumatic. It's just they're different. Well, ours is just yeah, our entire family. Well, you you've seen the family photo. You know the kids. You've got Kyle that everywhere he goes, yep. people will say, you've got to be Mike Mickle's son. You look just like him. And, yeah. uh, and then Kyle will say, yeah, I hear that a lot. Oh, my gosh, you sound just like him. And then Kyle will make some sort of wisecrack, and they'll go, oh, you even have his sense of humor. And Kyle says, at that point, I just stopped talking. I'm done. <laughs> I'm just, I'm done. And then you've got Kate that has Karen's blonde hair, but there's, you know, there's certain similarities mm-hmm. from my side of the family. So she's kind of the blend. And then you've got Matt that I, you know, I... There's nothing about that child that looks like me. <laughs> nothing about Yeah, his that. hair and your hair are nothing alike. No, no. He has way better hair. He says that he's 6'3". He would be 6'2 if he didn't count his hair. I mean, it's true. <laughs> yep. It's just there. But he's his own person. But then every, you know, our close friends that get to know him will say, oh, he may not look like you, but that personality, mm-hmm. oh, that is all you. And I'm kind of offended. <laughs> well, I mean, for Brian, I mean, he's in, he's in his 20s. He's like, everyone always talks about how that's like the best time of your life. And I think it was a great time. For me, it was a great time. I was somewhat single, maybe dated some people, did, was working nights in radio, had a great time. There's, I mean, maybe it's easy to say this now because I'm a dad and I'm married. I wouldn't trade where I'm at right now for anything. No, but I, I certainly enjoyed that time. But and I never anticipated like oh how what's it going to be like to be a dad with a mortgage and a business and whatever, but I wouldn't trade it now for anything. Yeah, it. Um, I joke a lot about um, you know marrying the farmer's daughter and staying here, but I, again, you know, I'm a big believer and God had a plan for me. And I, yeah, you know, losing a dad at age 20, it it shook me to my core. Mm-hmm. It really threw me off course for a while, and I had to, you know, all of a sudden. 
I had to get a full-time job to be able to finish college. I, we didn't have the money for me to do it. Yeah. And that ended up being a radio job. And then I found out through you the You worked at a country job. station, right? Is that I right? I did. K-A-D-A. I, wanna, I so wish that there was audio of that somewhere. Oh, I would like I, to hear that. Yeah, I don't... Being a radio guy myself, I'd be like... I don't think they had cassette tapes back then. <laughs> I think it's that, that long ago. Cassette. But yeah. Brian's like, what's a cassette? And then I got the job at KTEN and Ada because I found out by looking at the... You know, I was ripping the Oklahoma Associated Press as I was reading the news from there, and I saw names attributed to the stories. And so mm. I, would, I called and said, why are, why are you giving them credit for these stories? Well, you know, if you do that, we uh, tally them up at the end of the uh, month, and if we use them and you're the first one to send them, we'll send you a check. And I was like, I can do that. And so I ended up doing that and then got a call from the television station. Yep. And that's how I ended up, you know, so it, everything happens for a reason. Sure. And then one stop in Arkansas, and then the rest of my career has been here. I, yep. you know. There you go. Arkansas to the Quad Cities. That's yeah, you know. the who story of your life. I mean, who doesn't do that? It's Carolina to Quad Cities, Arkansas to so Quad I mean, almost the same. I got to tell you, having been in North Carolina, I would pick that any day than Arkansas. I, you know, I don't know much about North Carolina. I have nothing it's beautiful. to say It is it. really just, beautiful. It's I great. have to say, though, believe it or not, small market TV I made some great memories in Fort Smith, Arkansas. I really en- I enjoyed oh, yeah. Fort sure Smith, Arkansas. Yeah, makes sense. And I still sometimes when I go back home to visit, you know, my family, we'll go through Fort Smith again, and I just got a smile. I made some great friends. It was uh, makes sense. Yeah, it was cool. So we've determined that Brian is not afraid of fatherhood, but he's a little he's a little cautious. I think that that's I think that's a healthy. You gotta fear. and you gotta marry somebody. And you gotta be with somebody first. You gotta have a find that's a girlfriend. True. So yeah. we're I mean we're putting the car in front of the horse. We we really need. Well, you don't have to, but we would suggest. No, you don't have to. We would suggest that it's much easier to be married first. It I'm is. Sure your parents would agree. And oh, you know, since yeah. being a southern here, gentleman that you are, I'll I would take imagine. on that role and say yes. That's what we yeah. want to have happen here. And I don't know why I say I'm a girl dad, but. That's I think just, that's, I mean, as a guy who has two, two daughters, I think that's awesome, but be prepared. It is no, a lot of crying. It is a lot of I'm need I there, like, but they are, I mean, it is the most, and again, I don't have a son, so I don't know, but my two daughters are the, just the most genuine, beautiful little girls. I mean, and my older daughter's 20, so she's not a little girl, but it is amazing. They're, they're so honest and they're so tender and yet they're also so like mean and and like dad like i like mom better let's be honest <laughs> you know it's like be prepared for that mom always comes first it's not just the girls that say that just you know, well no that's probably we all true kind of say that until like they need money exactly. then it's like dad exactly. where are you exactly and, and you know and then you get to that point where you are with your oldest too when they grow into young adults that you just really like you know you're going to love them when you really well, like when them. you like them exactly and, and I, the time i get to spend with her now it's so limited but when we do spend time together it's pr- it's pretty cool so for i mean like for you it's not like you can drive across town to visit your parents so have you had a chance yet to go home since you've been here to like visit family no i haven't i, I mean i've only been here for like four four full weeks i'd say so mm. no yeah you just hired this guy i thought yeah. he'd been here a while you just no. hired him no he's homesick yeah <laughs> Give the guy a plane ticket. He's sick. He's he's got to go home. <laughs> you know, so, you know, we haven't we haven't picked a date yet, but I did talk to our assignment editor this week and say I want to find a four day weekend sometime over the holidays that he can hop on a plane and go see his family because I know that's important to them and I th- I know that'll mean something to him. So my mom would appreciate that very exactly. much. <laughs> she has uh, she echoed to me. <laughs> and so and it's difficult, you know, when you are. 
the newbie on the block, and everybody yeah. wants Christmas and New True. Year's. True. There's only so many it's people difficult. that can you have so off at one gotta, time. You know, we, but again, oh, I, yeah. I, that's, I understand. Like, I'm the new guy. Pay your dues. I mean, but yeah. I got, like, I got mom mature. calling me every night. <laughs> he has, he has a, a maturity level that I, I mean, I met him for 17 yeah. minutes. He seems to have a maturity level that a lot, of, a lot of guys his age don't have. He does. And, you know, I think for me, obviously, again, we talked in a previous podcast, too, about the bond that I have a tendency to try to form with uh, with our team, but I had the chance to to meet his dad face to face, and I know what it was like leaving, you know, letting Kyle take off to go to Florida. I mean, you, well, you know, that was really tough. That was me. hard. It was yeah. extremely tough for me, and so I don't forget about that. You know, yeah. I, um, and he had, I mean, he's had some bosses down there that have given him glowing recommendations and stuff and helping him build his resume. And I'll be eternally grateful for that and the experience that he got, even though it was, you know, short-lived. It was three yeah. months. But, yeah. again, I want the same thing for these guys. You can, you know, you just hit the nail on the head. He's very mature. He's clearly a very sincere, just genuine guy. Well, I, and I've got, I've got one at home that's a lot like him. So I want to see him thrive and and uh, I'll text Karen Mickle. When we if you need a place to stay over the weekend, that means Mike's got an extra room. And see it's, if she's got that. Yeah, really. Oh, because Matt took it. Yeah, Matt's, <laughs> Matt took the whole basement over, <laughs> yeah. so that's fine. We, but he'll be gone in three we've months. We've got a sectional. He'll be I gone mean, in a little while. That I mean, that's fine. It's funny you just mentioned my dad, because my dad, he he has the best, like, just, like, quick little, like, jabs he throws at me for, like, jokes. Because he, he was telling me, I'm like, I'm like, this is a big move, Dad. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm a little moody or, like, a little uncertain. He's like... I moved from a different country in my 20s. Dude, he's like, look, that's nothing. I <laughs> can't. That's yeah. true, like, yeah. Yeah, what else you got? All right, Dad, you, you make a good point. That and, is a uh, good point. Yeah, we have similar conversations. I did not move from a different country, but some people feel like it was. So Oklahoma was, could be considered a different country, I suppose, uh, you know, to some people. It's like Texas and then everyone else. It's the southeast corner. That's know, true. That's right. Place, I get it. You know. I'm going to totally get that. So for you, I mean, you've been here four weeks, so it's not like you're like looking for anything else. But you better not be. You tell me. I mean, from a perspective like that, how? I mean, how long does a guy like that stick around here? Seventeen years. Ooh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's that's nice. When he leaves here, he'll be general manager. Okay. And I'll I'll be in the senior living three, facility. He'll have three daughters. Yeah. Be like, yep. hey, girls, when you want to come by the TV station, be like, check this out. His wife's probably going to be a nurse. I'm it's just- true. <laughs> exactly. 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 That would be fine. That'd be good. He's like, what the oh, hell? You have been a great sport. Thank you Absolutely. for being our first dude. We didn't even get to talk about how he gets to go to a gym and work out and all that kind of stuff because we got into working out. Like going to the gym? Yeah, That's the thing this? with COVID. I like don't do that. I mean, I, I canceled my Y membership. I like run around the neighborhood, walk the dog. I'm already, now that it's cold, I'm missing the ability to go to the gym. So you canceled your gym membership. Do well, you when, still the, have when, your- when the pandemic hit and the Y was like, we're going to, if you want to cancel, we get it. I think I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to cancel. Did you and- cancel your beer of the month membership? Well, I never had one, but I mean, no, you really? when I come to Caddy's, I'm like, it's already free flowing. <laughs> Mike Mickle takes care of that. But I didn't, I didn't even ask for that one. Thank you very that's much. Good. That's good. No, that, I'm like, where did that come from? I'm like, I didn't really need that one. I but guess that's he fine. thought you looked thirsty. Have, since we're here so often, they give us great service. They do. They do. Even, they even though we're in a room, room that is, that is like cardened off from the rest of the public. And I do have to shout out to them. The fact that they have, they closed the bar for like four days. 
uh, and they did a deep cleaning just to make sure that it's clean. They have kept this room kind of sealed off so that they could have it clean for meetings and stuff. And now because they've allowed us in here, I know they'll have to come have back to clean and it do again. some things as well. Exactly. But So we appreciate the fact that they're open and they're allowing us to be back here. And uh, when you talk about memories, when I sit in this room and I think back to Kyle's high school football oh, here we and go. basketball days. Here we go. All the families being Wax nostalgia. It was, but that's, you know? but that's true. Was, and yeah, you'll have that with Matt coming up because back Basketball will be that same bonding family parent experience, just like football was. Yeah. Yeah. And I have two girls. Thank you. Well, you know what? Let me just say, for those of you who are still dudes, if if you've listened to all this, uh, don't fear it. Embrace it. Because the journey to being a dad is the greatest journey. And the journey through being a dad will be the best journey in your entire life. Wouldn't trade it for a single thing. That's right. See, we can be sincere every now and then. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and Absolutely. I think that's probably it for us. Brian, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. There we go. You can find us online at the Journey to Dad, uh, the letter, or the letter, the number two, Journey to Dad. I'm like, eh, explain that. Also, on social media, we're on uh, Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, mm-hmm. or the website. We are. Find us. Can I be on Snapchat? Please no, don't. No, I would prefer no. that you not. Even the work kids are telling me no. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm t- both of you are now. No Snapchat. No TikTok. I. I, mean, I, I don't even. I'm too old for TikTok. See, that just a, started. There's a problem when the when the 20 plus is too old for TikTok. I do have Snapchat on my phone. I have an account, but I never use it. Well, if it makes you feel better, I don't want to be on TikTok because it's spelled incorrectly. Okay. <laughs> just swipe right, Mike. Just swipe right. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone. And there you have it, another installment of The Journey from Dude to Dad. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check out The Journey from Dude to Dad on Facebook or Journey to Dad on Instagram. And last but not least, check out our video blog at journeytodad.com.